Tonight, we are beginning the season of Lent, the season of, of preparation for the celebration of our Lord's passion, death, and resurrection with the Easter Triduum. And of course, we begin with this Ash Wednesday, this day in which we receive the ashes on our forehead. And these ashes that we receive, they have two symbolisms. There are two things that these ashes show to us and they, they tell us. The first thing that they, they show to us is that it's a recognition that the things of the earth will pass away. Our lives will pass away. Our lives here on earth will end one day. And we need to remember that. But it's also, it, the other thing it symbolizes for us is that it's an opportunity to renew ourselves, to start over, if you will, and to once again go deeper in our relationship with our Lord, get a fresh start as, again, we prepare to celebrate this, this coming Easter. And we see this in the two exhortations that the priest can choose from when anointing with the ashes, when doing the ashes. The first one is probably the one that people are the most familiar with is, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. You know, again, there's that reminder that the earthly things will pass away. The second one is repent and believe in the gospel. Again, that chance to renew ourselves, that fresh start, that repentance and turning back to our Lord. And it's, it is a reminder that these earthly things are passing and we need to repent from our sins. We need to have that conversion of heart, that return to God. And so we do this renewal, we do this return to God through the three things that we are called to do during Lent. And our Lord talks about them in the gospel. We hear them in today's gospel. During Lent, we are called to prayer, fasting, or penance, and almsgiving. Those are three things, three practices that our Lenten, our Lenten exercise should be marked by. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And that we do these things not to be showy, which is kind of the irony of Ash Wednesday. But Ash Wednesday is not about fasting. It is about that re returning to God. It is a sign of our, as I said, our recognition that things pass away and we need to return to God. But let's start going through these. Let's look first at prayer. Lent is a time for us to really seriously think about our prayer life. How much time do we spend with our Lord? Whether it is here in the church or at home or in our car or wherever we can find a quiet corner for a few minutes to pray, to spend with him. And Lent is a good time that Maybe step it up a little bit further. Take it just a little bit more seriously. You find, find a spiritual practice that will help break our spiritual routine. Because it's very easy for us to get into a routine where, yeah, maybe we are praying. Maybe every day we have a, you know, a couple of prayers that we say, or we say a rosary, or even just you know, like a morning offering or something like that. And that's all we do for prayer. Lent is a time for us to kind of break that routine and, and take the next step, add something more to our prayer life. Preferably, of course, quiet time with our Lord. But it, it's, it's, a, a, it's moving forward in our prayer life. And if we don't have much of a prayer life, this is a good opportunity to start to develop that. It's a good opportunity for us to take a look and say, okay, I need to make the next steps in my prayer life. And so we have things like devotions that are so popular during this season, such as the Stations of the Cross. A very traditional Lenten practice is to gather on Friday to celebrate the Stations of the Cross, which we will do. 
We will, we will pray through the Station of the Cross on, on the Fridays of Lent. It's a time maybe, again, to pick up the Rosary, pick up the Divine Mercy Chaplet, pick up some of these other devotions, these other litanies and so on that are out there. And it's also an opportunity for us to, to reflect on our Mass attendance. How, how are, is, has our, mass, our practice of attending Mass been over the past year or so since our last Lenten season? Have we been faithful at Mass attendance, especially on Sunday, but also during daily Mass? You know, if we can make it to daily Mass somewhere, do we make that effort to every, you know, even once or twice a week come on a day that's not Sunday for the worship of our Lord in Mass? But we each should spend this time figuring out our prayer life and seeing where we can go deeper in that. The second thing our Lord calls us, or that we are called to do during Lent, that our Lord mentions, is fasting, or again, penance. Penance is, when we talk about penance, you, know, you receive a penance when you go to the sacrament of confession. And this isn't a punishment, but it is an action that we do out of God. And so fasting can be a very good penance during this Lenten season. It's an action we do to say, you know, Lord, I'm sorry, and I want to repair my relationship with you through this Simple action, sometimes very simple. Because when we sin, we cut ourselves off from him. But we can come back to him and seek to repair and restore that relationship with him. You know, uh, kind of a, a simple example is the husband screws up. Of course, it's always the husband, right? Uh, but the husband screws up and so he brings flowers and candy to, you know, kind of repair the relationship with the wife. You know, that's kind of a stereotypical one, but... This idea of we do these acts to return to God, to return to him with our whole heart and to rend our hearts, rend our hearts from the hardness that is sent, set in. And this is where the traditional practice of giving things up during Lent comes in. You know, people talk about, oh, what are you giving up? Well, I'm giving up chocolate. I'm giving up TV. I'm giving up this. I'm giving up that. You know, and that's what this is, this fasting, this penance, um, a habit, something that we are setting aside for God, that we are taking and we are going to give that up in reparation for our sins. Very simple thing to do. Sometimes instead of giving things up, maybe it's instead developing better habits, better routines. Again, this is where I talk about increasing our prayer life. Maybe we might spend some more time serving others, helping others if we can. But anyway, anyway, we anything that we choose to do as part of this pen, as part of this fasting, is to draw us closer to God. And so sometimes people will take something that we know is wrong for us, is bad for us, that instead we will replace that with something that helps draw us closer to him. And that leads us to the third final thing, almsgiving. You know, being more conscious of our generosity, towards our Lord. Now, as I said, you know, a popular practice is to fast, is to give something up. Let's say we have a regular routine of candy. That's kind of a popular one. Chips, uh, coffee, although if you're one of those people that's unbearable when you can't, don't have coffee, don't give up coffee. <laughs> uh, that's kind of my annual, annual warning. Don't give up coffee if, if you can't be, if you, people can't stand to be around with you if you haven't had coffee. But, it, you know, we give those things up and then we take the money that we would have spent on them and instead give them to charity. Give them 
to support the church, give them to support different organizations that do good in our communities, in our world. Catholic Relief Services or something like that. You know, that money that we would have spent one way, instead of saving it, we would give it to something else as part of our almsgiving. Of course, you know, the parish is always willing to accept increased donations as we go through this season. But even if that money is, like I said, it's given to other charities, other organizations, that's a, a good way to do our practice of almsgiving. But ultimately, when we do these three practices, as our Lord says, they are not being done for worldly acclaim. You know, so often you see these charities that raise lots and lots of money. And of course, they make sure that you know who the big donors are and they put big signs up. That's, and of course, they are giving it so that they can see their company's name or their organization's name on these big signs. Well, we aren't doing these practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving to have, to have people notice us, to have people recognize us. We are doing it for the glory of God, for his honor, for his glory. And that's why it is so, our Lord emphasized why it's so good to do these things in private. Why, you know, your left hand must not know what your right hand is doing. You know, it needs to be that private, that personal, because it is between us and God in his, for his glory. So may this Lenten season really be a time of spiritual growth in our lives, a time for us to grow deeper in our relationship with him, deeper in our prayer, deeper in our reparation for our sins, and deeper in our giving back to God through these three spiritual practices.